We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spry Space Podcast. I'm Lacey, and today, once again, I've got Miss Adrian here with me. Hello, how's it going? You know what? Once again, it's 7 p.m. on a Monday, and we're recording a podcast. So overall, I'm doing fine. I got through homeschool today. I took a nice walk at the park. It's election week. I'm fine. I'm doing fine. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm just staying focused on some other personal projects. Um, I've done everything I possibly can in to, to be a good citizen. And now I'm just relinquishing my, you know, everything to the universe and focusing on other things. Okay. Well, this can be one of the things you're focusing on. So um, the topic we wanted to cover today is actually like what happens to social media during an election week or a big event like this, okay? So um, I know as a group at Spry, we spent a lot of time preparing for this, preparing that our clients' content would either be skipped for the week or or whatnot. We've, we've really been thinking a lot about how we're approaching this. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what people can expect, what they can do, and why um, throughout this entire week and maybe the next few weeks, depending on how long this event takes up um, the uh, attention mm-hmm. realm, if you will. Right. First of all, I think it's really important to step back and realize that being on the internet is you're you're literally being a human just on the internet. So, you know, if you think about it and if you go to the grocery store, your local grocery store and you're downtown and you run into somebody you know um, to chat with them, the the first thing on their mind is probably going to be the election. Right. You know, you're not going to just pop in and be just like, you know, hey, do you want to come and buy my car? I mean, you know, it's kind of, I mean, there's a certain tone that everyone is experiencing the same thing at the same time. And, uh, you can't ignore it. If you, if you do ignore it, you run the risk of sounding tone deaf. You remember when we started talking about this, right? When the pandemic started and we started talking about how, interesting of an opportunity it was too as social media marketers that we can think about how we have this shared experience that everybody's having at once and mm-hmm. how that actually can provide a pretty interesting opportunity to be able to speak to someone and really know what they're going through yeah. at the time. So um, election week, election month is something similar. If you really are mindful, you can be intentional about the way that you're communicating with people on social media with the filter that they are experiencing election week too. Totally. Yeah. And you know, when I was writing up my notes for this, uh, for our podcast, I was thinking about other, other current events, you know, other things that happen, um, you know, before social media, uh, you know, September 11th would have been something. Oh yeah. You know, that would, if, if that had happened with social media, you, you, 
you bet that all advertising would be pulled. You know, people would stop advertising. People will stop, you know, doing all their salesy stuff. They would stop. Um, other examples are like, you know, other national tragedies or, or just terrible things like school shootings or, um, you know, events of police brutality or, or, um, and not just, I mean, not just tragedies, but like the election, this election has so much emotion wrapped up into it that anytime, you know, that there's a big event, I mean, even like the Super Bowl, you know, everyone watches the Super Bowl and it's not again, a tragedy, but so many people are wrapped up in it. Um, that's, that's why social media, we do holidays. Like we always try to like create content for holidays and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's just acknowledging the shared experience of the humans. So we would recommend that it's definitely not a good idea to just pretend like it's not happening in your content. Right. Yeah. Um, for a lot of our clients who are not government focused or public issue focused or that kind of thing, we've actually chosen to pause their content for a week. Mm -hmm. So we did a little bit of extra content the week before, and we're doing a little bit of extra content the week after. And so all we're really doing during the, the week here is listening, right? You know? Yeah. Um, and so that's totally an okay choice to make. If you want to just yeah. pause and not be part of the conversation because it's not part of your brand, that's great. Yeah. And honestly, to to figure out whether it is part of your brand or not, I mean, you can always go to your brand values. But, um, but one thing you might, you know, kind of the measuring stick to it is that do you have anything of value to add to the conversation? Mm. Great point. Because... Social media is all about conversation. You know, uh, if you have a government account or if you run a, um, you know, you're at a school that like is hosting a polling site or something like that, like obviously you could contribute things to the conversation that are are of value. Uh, If you are a beauty brand, no hate or shade to beauty brands, but they don't really have anything to say really right now on the logistics of voting. Right. (laughs) So exactly. It's like... But if they choose to add to the conversation, if they have if they have a very specific audience that maybe is hyper local, and they and like let's say you had a hair salon that was able to operate during COVID or something like that, mm-hmm. if you were a local business and you had local people that followed you, you might it might be appropriate to say, hey, have you voted yet? There's a Dropbox outside of our office or something like that. But that's adding value. You're, you're not directing the conversation back mm-hmm. to you. The, the couple of clients that I have that I've chose to do some sort of posting for, a lot of it is like emotional check-in posts. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, we have one that we manage that's a community landmark, basically. It's like a personified community landmark. And so it doesn't obviously have a side either way, but, but it represents the community. And so we're asking questions on our post, like, how's everybody doing? If you need a space to, you know, come take a break, be by the water, you know? Yeah. Um, we welcome you here, (laughs) you know, basically like, are you making time for your own mental health? Are you, are you needing some time to feel peace? Here's a few things you can do to, you know, center yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause honestly, Lacey, I mean, from, from a human element, it's, it's very important to understand what people are going through, but from a business standpoint, like just the numbers, people don't want to see your content and they're not, you know, they, somebody might like to see your content, but it's kind of like why put in the work to create really awesome content 
if your engagement rates are going to be way down because Facebook's algorithm is definitely obviously choosing to post items around the election over other organic posts from businesses. Yeah, that brings me to a point that I wanted to make sure everybody was thinking because as this is going to publish Wednesday, right? So after election day, we still need to be thinking about the fact that all throughout this week and and likely into the next few weeks, we're going to be seeing um, engagement and reach on our posts ratcheted down quite a bit just because of the superfluous amount of content that's coming around the one topic. So, so if you are posting, you're going to notice a decrease in reach and engagement. Yeah. You're also probably going to notice like if you're if you boost posts, if you run some ads on your posts, um, I've seen uh, about double the number of rejections on on even normal ads through the past two weeks. Ads that you that don't talk about voting. They don't talk about registering to vote. They don't talk about any of that. And they're still getting rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Do you know what's really interesting? A little tidbit. What? So on some of my Instagram accounts that I manage, I always look for um, most recent. I look for hashtags. I follow some hashtags for them. And I always go, you know how on Instagram, if you go to a hashtag, you search for a hashtag and then it pops up and it shows you the most popular photos for that hashtag. But also there's a selection where you can go to recent. And I always go to recent because my my client is very – it has a very popular hashtag that they're part of. Um, but they've taken away the recent <gasps> the recent posts. Really? Due to the election. Yeah. They said due to the election, they are limiting. They're not showing the most recent posts for hashtags. Oh, how interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're trying to, um, if trolls have been trying to kind of game the Instagram system by like, you know, rushing into big import or like you know popular hashtags i have no idea but it's really irritating (laughs) yeah i even i mean i have been experiencing things that i've never experienced before that i can see i look back and did some research and i saw how um mark zuckerberg for facebook which also owns instagram had said that you know it's their responsibility to uphold basically uh free and fair democracy, you know? And so they're like trying their best to see what can we do to be able to not allow bad actors to come in, provide misinformation and, um, you know, sway people's thoughts and opinions during this time. What a, what a scary, big position to be in. Right. I mean, it is a form of censoring too, though. True. You know, there might be some trolls that they think are trolls that actually aren't trolls are just very passionate people. I mean, at the same Um, time, exactly. I had, I had clients who just had nice posts that just said vote basically you know the graphic just said vote and their content just said let your voice be heard and those ads got rejected you know so so they're getting about a tenth of the reach that they would have gotten on those posts if they could have put the little bit of ad money behind them that they normally do yeah i have a client that where we've we had a whole election kind of campaign um created for them um they work a lot with uh, county governments in Washington State, and I noticed we put up a cover image on Facebook, a new cover image, and after we put up that cover image, all of our reach just plummeted. <gasps> the what the cover image said vote. It just says vote. It's really? Blue, blue and red, yes. And mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. I'm interested. I'm going to take it down tomorrow after tomorrow and then just see, re- replace it with something else and just see what happens. So, well, on the same, on the same vein of weird things happening, um, I've had what I'm, I'm an admin on probably 15 Facebook ad accounts and I've run Facebook and Instagram ads for, you know, eight years, years. or yeah. so. <laughs> and We just this last month, if you follow the podcast, right, we've been talking all month about the social dilemma. And I don't know if this is why. Right. But like all of a sudden, my personal ability to run ads um, got revoked. Like they, they blocked Facebook, blocked my personal, not any of the actual ad accounts. There's other admins on all of these accounts. And so there's other people who are who are running the ads and whatnot. But my personal ability to run ads was has been banned for about two weeks so I've got a call this weekend with a Facebook ad specialist to go through it but I just think it's kind of ironic that we spend (laughs) one month focusing on the social dilemma and talking really in depth about some of the issues with social media we run ads on it and all of a sudden Mm. my ad account is gone (sighs) oh my gosh right conspiracy I know Hmm. So that's that's wild. It, it's just been a lot of interesting things. I've seen a lot of people in Spryspace too in our Facebook group talking about other glitches that they're experiencing mm-hmm. this last few weeks for the first time, like inability to tag people. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, there's also been what in the last month this big switch of new Facebook, and so features are changing at the same yep. time. So there's yep. no way of knowing that maybe some of those issues and glitches are in regards to that as well. Yeah, somehow I wonder, I mean, we, we talked about this on our podcast before, but I, I wonder if maybe the strategy with putting new Facebook in was that people would be so frustrated with it that they wouldn't get on it until after the election. Maybe they'll come back around. Who knows? I know. It, wouldn't but that be an interesting plan? <laughs> the developers were like, how can we make our platform less destructive to this election? Maybe we yeah. can make it harder to use for just a little bit right before the election. <laughs> right. Maybe. I mean, I have no idea. I just I've, I just don't go on Facebook on my desktop anymore, ever. <laughs> so if we're thinking about the fact that, th- that this week and likely some of next week, people are going to be experiencing lower engagement rates. They're going to be experiencing um, more ad rejections, perhaps more troll-like activity as well. Um, what about in the next coming weeks? Okay, so so how do we reintegrate into a normal pattern after um, this big experience that everyone has yeah. had together? Well, I always think that, I mean, again, if you're thinking about a human, you know, if you, if you know somebody has gone through a big event, maybe somebody close to them passed away, maybe they got rejected from a job, maybe they um, broke their arm, you know, a big traumatic event or just big event that, that they is probably had a strong reaction to, you know, if you're a good friend, you'll ask them like, hey, how are you doing? How, mm-hmm. You know, man, that was a tough time. Um, but I'm so glad that you're here now to talk to me. That sounds like such a, like, Mr. Rogers thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you lace up your other shoe now? Let's change into your sweater. <laughs> I do love, I do love, love a good cardigan. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just kind of, I mean, be gentle. Be gentle. And, I mean, a lot of people are going to be, no matter which way the election goes, there's going to be a lot of emotion around it. So, I mean, even if you don't post right now, when you do start to come back, you know, 
be gentle, be kind. Um, you know, you don't have to specifically acknowledge the election, but just remember that people are very anxious because then we have Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that wildness to come. And it's 2020. So, I mean, everyone's <laughs> going to be on edge again still for, <laughs> so, so yeah, just, just think about how you would talk to your best friend who just went through something big and then kind of use that for your audience as you reintegrate. And I know that can be hard sometimes, especially as social media managers, because we have to answer to people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Either whoever the boss is that is is expecting results from your work. Mm -hmm. And so it can be a little bit hard to justify like, no, I don't think we should push that sale right now. You know, no, I don't think we should push... Um, you know, I don't think we should start our Black Friday content just yet, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and so I hope that this could give some, some courage to other people who are managing social media accounts to really feel in a community of people who are moving slowly back into normal type content. Right. Right. Um, I hope that, that social media managers would feel supported in understanding that they really can ease back into content in a way that is natural because otherwise it's just not going to be successful anyway you know right exactly and you know we don't want to stress you out about this either if you have some good posts um scheduled you know take a look when they're scheduled maybe rearrange them you know or not just you know don't worry too much about it you know look at your analytics afterwards see how they did um but again, we're all, we're dealing with people here. We're dealing with humans, and so just kind of tuning into how humans behave and, and where we're all focused right now is just the best thing to do as a social media manager. It reminds me even back to when the when the pandemic started. You could you were able to kind of take some of your normal posts and make them quote unquote acceptable during this time by even adding like a phrase or a sentence at yeah. the beginning that just kind of acknowledged the space that we were in. Like, mm-hmm. wow. It's been a it's been a heck of a week, hasn't it? So (laughs) let's talk about pistachios, (laughs) you know, like even just adding a reference to it in some way at least allows for a transition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Within Mm -hmm. your content. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Anything else from your thoughts? I think we covered most of it. Yeah. I think that's that's good advice. Okay. Um, I know that I'm also just choosing to spend a good amount of time off social media just from a personal standpoint and a social media management standpoint. You know, I'm trying not to worry too much about what's going on through the week on social media. Right. Um, Just to protect my own mental health, too. Totally. Totally. Feel free to do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you need it. Yeah. So step number one, take care of yourself before you take care of others. Like on an airplane. Number two, you can do nothing. That is always a choice. Mm -hmm. Number three, if you do something, participate in the conversation as if you are a human entering in the conversation and you need to add value. As you start to talk again and start to engage again, just be gentle and and be aware that everyone else in your audience is probably feeling big things too. So, yeah. And just keep a little eye on your analytics, you know, as Mm -hmm. just watch. You'll be able to see the patterns and trends. You'll be able to see when people are are engaging more in regular content. Just, Just keep a good eye on that. Yeah. Just keep a good eye on it. Yeah. Keep a good eye on it, friends. 
We'll be okay. your friends. At the end of every Surprise Space podcast episode, we like to talk about where we've been working. Mm-hmm. Um, as an all-remote team at Spry, sometimes we can find ourselves working in interesting places. So I'm stealing this one. Um, I've been working in bed like once a week for the past month or so. You know, just like one full day. I have a little, um, you know, one of those little fold-up mini tables that you can like set down and it's got like tiny legs and you can like yeah and so I I set that on my bed and I put my computer on that and my snacks on that and it's worked really nicely good job full work days from the bed with the little mini table sometimes that's just you have to do it even though it's not the best practice sometimes you just that's what that's what has to happen exactly it's not an everyday Mm -hmm. thing it's not a for Mm -hmm. it's it's temporary yeah (laughs) but it's been kind of nice (laughs) Totally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I feel um, the most like uncomfortable personally, either in my own thought processes or my activities, I've got so much to do. I just find one way to anchor myself, you know, and sometimes that your your nice, comfy, relaxing bed is a good anchor for for comfort. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing this podcast in your bed right now. I am. And I got my cat snoozing next to me and my dog snoozing next to me. And it's just nap central. Hashtag nap central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we are with all of you, whoever, whoever you are that are working on any social media accounts right now. We understand where you're at. We hear you. Mm-hmm. We see you. We hope that um, that you feel supported right now. Um and this is a great learning experience, you know, yeah, it is to run it social is. media accounts during a time like this. You're going to be a pro um, and be able to just shepherd other people along after you've yep. gone through gone through this. So, yep. Yeah, you will. OK, well, keep learning and uh, have a wonderful day. Join us on Space if you need some more support and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye bye. Bye.